Welcome to the South Road, boys. Hello, Mr. Barnes. Mr. Mather, we are here again. Happy Anzac Day. Thank you, my friend. Especially yeah. since the Pies won. We're not going to go into a whole thing about football. <laughs> or, you know, but we were remembering me- past war heroes. Oh, look, I know. Don't I, worry I get about, that that's a thing. Don't worry about the fucking Anzacs. That's a thing, but you know, it's yes. a big day for footy. It's all about the footy. Looks like Bombers were meant to beat us, but we did one of those ridiculous magpie returns and come back and won the, the chocolate. So, well done, magpies. Uh, did you do and service it? I didn't, actually. So, I was away camping. Right. Uh, and I decided this time not to get up and do the dawn service, which I could have still done. Hmm. Could have easily gotten up and thrown the ABC radio on and <laughs> done that. Uh, but no, not this time around. Mm, we jumped. We didn't do dawn service, which we normally do, and normally the kids will do something for Anzac. We'll do dawn service generally in Olverston because that's the closest, largest yeah. one to us, and it's near a McDonald's for afterwards. <laughs> um, nice. Yep. I mean- Priorities. Why not? Uh, and then- That's what they fought for. That's what they fought for, Max. So we could have McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> lest we forget, mate. Mm. Lest we forget our hash browns. <laughs> Uh, this year, we got up early and jumped on a bus. Now, I haven't oh. been on a school bus in quite a few years. I haven't even been on a regular bus in probably a decade. Me either, or either, or either. Mm. However so this you was, pronounce it. Mm. Uh, well, we both went to the same school, so either. Mm, right yeah. on. Go with that. Um, we went to Interlaken. Which, for those people who are in Tasmania, we're on the northwest coast uh, near Sunny Penguin, but we went to past the Great Lake and down near to Lake Sorrel. Great name too. I do love the name Interlaken. Oh, Interlaken. It really is like yeah, we're gonna th- we we find a place. Mm. We've got to name it. Yes. Let's come up with the strangest name we can. Well, no, it was originally called Lacken. Where are you going? Oh, Interlaken. <laughs> Is it because there's like a lake, like into a lake, like into lack? Is that where it's? I mean, do you know the origins of the the story of interlacking, Joe? I do actually. It comes from the Gaelic, right? Oh, meaning into the Lake District. Wonderful. And so I was right. Yeah, of course. Nice. If you believe what I have just said, <laughs> good. If you believe what I've Gaelic. just said, it comes from the well, from the Irish settlers. Yeah, I, I, I realise where you're going with it. Yeah, I just and that was the entrance mm. from Hobart Town or. Probably the first settlement, Port Arthur and all that kind of stuff. When they went to the Great Lake area, that would have been the first visit into the Lake District, okay. and you went into the Lakin, into Lakin, into Lakin. Nice. Um, but where we went was the school that my kids go to have a property there at Interlaken where they do school camp, which is fucking mental, right? They <laughs> did it last year. No, like okay, you and I, Grade Nine Penguin High School. Can you remember where your school trip was and for how long? No. Grade nine or ten, either. No, okay. No, did you go anywhere? So I don't think I did a school trip now. I think Bernie? Um, like, I know when, like, for instance, where we went camping on the weekend, mm-hmm. which used to be known as Asbestos Rangers back in the day. The Asbestos Rangers. <laughs> Wonderful name. <laughs> now it's just fibro cement sheeting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I remember we did a school trip, and it would have been, I reckon, primary school even. I reckon but that was, was when you were in Launceston. That was in Launceston, mm. uh, and we went away. And I just remember there being possums everywhere. 
Mm. And kids had aerosol cans and lighters, and they're going chasing the possums. Why not? That's what kids do. Perfect. Uh, and I just remember this one possum turned around and just went to goats and worked out <laughs> it wasn't a possum, it was a Tassie devil. <laughs> and I remember it. It's my only memory of the whole trip. I don't know what else we did. I you just almost. Remember, I remember this possum turning on a kid. Yes. Because it wasn't a possum. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, Tassie devils, they get angry. They get fiery. <laughs> Don't spin. There's no, no tornadoes there's going no, on. No, but they do get angry. They do get pissed mm. off. Um, so we went there. So the school's got a camp there that, fuck, when they started last year and they decided that there is the, – the leadership within the school realised that there is a an ongoing issue and that it's probably only getting worse. And now we're old farts, so we probably are going to agree with this thinking. Oh, no. Um, and there is studies that are being done. So it's not based purely on bunkum, um, that the endorphins that the brain release when you have the need for a mobile device, a phone or a laptop or whatever, mm-hmm. is similar to the chemicals that get released when you have cocaine. I have heard this theory before. Yeah. And so there's a book out, and if you want to read it, you can. If you don't, well, fucking don't read it. I'm not going to make you, called Digital Cocaine. Mm-hmm. And it's talking about the effects on especially younger minds on this need to be connected to the world. What's going on in Insta, Twitter, and whatever other social media apps that you're on. For nothing important, by the way. Right. When they're not catching up with the war in Ukraine, for example, or, you know, the political instability in Uganda. Mm. All they're doing is, oh, fucking, what's Davo doing on Twitch? (laughs) Like, yep. And so that there is a theory that there is an addiction there, and the school wanted to be able to try and help kids see what life is like without the devices. Mm-hmm. Now, the joy that is interlacking is there's not even mobile phone coverage. Ah, so it's a complete you, technological dead spot. It is a complete dead spot, and if you want to make a phone call, you have to use the landline, or you go, or you got to go out of lacking. Uh, you've got to go out of lacking and then use it, maybe. But it's a good hike. But it's interesting because kids that age can't even work out how to use a landline. (laughs) (laughs) What's this thing, Dad? What's this thing? They type in the numbers and press send and nothing happens. They just hear this. (laughs) How do I text? (laughs) How do I text? Anyway, so the theory being is that, um, and they studied uh, rehab clinics and all that, and it takes about 15 days to break an addiction. Mm Mm-hmm. And so they think after 15 days, these kids won't be jonesing for their phones no more. But then what they wanted to do was create a bond between this class of grade nines. And they looked at, they looked at people who had done camps for troubled youth, I suppose is the best way yeah. of putting it. Kids who maybe have not had the best upbringing and all that kind of stuff and how to get them bonded and that happens between the 15 and 20 days. So they run a camp for 21 days. Holy shit. No going home. No internet. Just 21 days. Do they sit around a, like in a, in a circle? So, hi, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. No, I haven't used the phone for seven days. And I get a I get like a silver coin after seven days or something. <laughs> seven day coin. <laughs> so what it is? Yeah, pretty much. Sounds like it. Yeah. Hi, my name's Brian and I walk ten kilometers today. Oh well done, Brian. Yeah, but 
I've only one day without an internet connection. That's right. We're with you. We're, We're with, with you, you, Brian. You can do it, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, so that's not what they do. But each kid's given um, daily tasks. So you'll be broken up into small teams, and one day your job for these four kids will be you need to man the fires. Fires are like babies. They need to be managed. They need to be coddled. They need to be fed. Otherwise, they die. And if you don't feed the fire when it's night, it interlacts, and believe it or fucking not, it gets brisk. <laughs> and when you're the people to blame because everyone's cold because you haven't managed the fires all day and you haven't brought the wood in to burn overnight. Oh, Jeff's not popular. Jeff is <laughs> fucked. Jesus, Jeff. So apparently they learn after about day four that manning the fires is a really important right. job. And after about- Especially after the other kids have just kind of punched him in the face. <laughs> Taking him out the back of the woodshed and giving him a right good racking. Um. And it just changes their behaviour, and apparently this group of kids are now the best group of kids in school. They work together as a team. They may not always like each other, but they have an understanding of where they come from mm-hmm. and a bit more like family. Said it was the best thing. So they're starting next week. Oh, they're so doing it sounds an, a little bit culty. It does a little like, bit. Yeah, when you say, you know, they're almost like family. Almost, well. Like, <laughs> like that's, that's – I don't think that's what like they say fam- in the cult, Joe. Well, consider <laughs> – did you know it's been 30 years since Waco? Fuck off, really? I shit you not. Wow, Waco, Texas. David Koresh and Waco, Texas. 30 years. 30 motherfucking I'm years. I'm telling you, he did all right, though, didn't he? <laughs> he had a lot of friends. Did he? He had people that loved him. I, he, he had property. Uh, yeah, but that like all- he was doing all right. That burned. <laughs> well, I did, mean, but- The FBI and the drug and alcohol- People got involved and yeah, I think it just got blown out of proportion, didn't it? Really? And Rodies, if you don't know anything about Waco, Texas, if you could go and watch Red State, that's pretty much <laughs> that's pretty much going to be close. Pretty Wait, fucking close. There was a wasn't a documentary, it was a dramatization oh, dramatary. of Waco on Netflix or one of those. Mm. Um, I can't remember what it was actually called. But it was a great series because it went down the track of not only the crap that Koresh and his crew did, mm. but also the things that the FBI and everything fucked up. Oh, it was a, it was a things, cock up. Yeah, the thing changed the way they then addressed these situations for the future because they'd never really had scenarios where they had to deal with this before and they, they didn't really know. So they just kind of made it up and most of the things they did were wrong. And wrong. <laughs> and I think the problem was as well, it was one of the first things that was broadcast live. Yes, like that was oh, part of the, everywhere. that was the part of the problem that mm. the people who were making the decisions of what we do next weren't boots on the ground. They were watching CNN mm. and watching video like live footage of going fuck. How the get the fucking media out of there? Mm. Can't we just blow this shit up? Yeah. And that's the and because they were then also being judged every day on what was happening mm. because the media were having their opinion trial by media. So yeah, anyway, anyway. Look, bad luck, Kareshi. <laughs> bad luck. You, Dave. you tried to change the world. But you just made some mistakes. So just a couple. Yeah. Anyway, so Interlaken's where they go. We went down there today um, with the school just to some of the people hadn't been there, and and it was we had a, an ANZAC service there, and it was really interesting. the The principal of the school read a letter that was written by a battlefield pastor or reverend. Letter back home to her great great-grandparents about her great-great-uncle or something like that. Yeah. Who died on Anzac Day in 1918. 
It was the actual letter which is our deepest sympathies go out to you. It was fucking harrowing. Really? It was just, it was one of the most realest things I've ever seen written. And you think, oh, these people must have been writing these left, right and centre because mm-hmm. the amount of people who died. But whoever wrote this letter actually knew this kid who died because there was references to where they were from Tasmania. Yeah, right. Part of the family. And I've seen That's a nice connection. And I've seen this kid grow and he took command when his commander and his commander's commander and his commander's commander all died. And all of a sudden he was the longest serving one and he was just given the job on a battlefield. Mm. And we won this battle and it was a pivotal point in the road to this part of uh, where we were. And he may have only had that station for about 24 hours before he got sniper shot, but he served his country well and he died a good yeah. death. Like to actually write in that there, your son died a good death, sacrificing himself for others. I mean, fuck. Had me in a teary and then they played the last post and it was just, a, it was a lovely time. We actually listened, we listened to ABC Radio a little bit at the campsite this morning just to have something on because mm. um, Beck enjoys listening to ABC. She's an old nana. Um <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't have the horse racing on. Oh, fucking seriously. Fucking, <laughs> fucking gardening shit and fucking ABC. ABC Radio. Fucking crap. Is she 80? And then you've got Beryl ring up and tell you the best broth you can cook. It's fucking hell. Anyway, oh, today it would have um, all been Anzac recipes. Yeah. Oh, there was a lot of Anzac Day stuff on. Understand. Mildred from your chuka. So there was one story that I don't know the person's name, but there was someone who. Uh, Beck from Tasmania. There was, there was, there was someone who um, once same. I think I believe they died on Anzac Day, mm. um, and they had a situation where this guy got shot, and he fell into the trench, mm. and pretty much said to the guys, "I'm done. Shake my hand before I go." Oh, so like, fuck off! And then they do that, and then he just dies, like it's fucking scripted. <laughs> like it was just. It sounded like. One of the most Australian things. things. I'm being shot. I'm done for. Shake, shake my, my hand. hand. <laughs> Didn't ask for a blowjob then. <laughs> True. But imagine, because here's the thing, because we're a larrikin country. I we mean, just, uh, we're losing more of that the older we get. Like a little bit of that larrikin because of political greatness and all the rest of it. But, sure. But, I mean, do you reckon there was one of them when you go to shake the hand and just took it back and said, ah, ah. sick. <laughs> no, because that didn't happen in pop culture for another 80 years. <laughs> and then he, like, he died. It's like, oh, oh fuck. Damn, that was. Oh. My bad. Yeah, it was meant <laughs> That's to be funny. Me. Sorry, guys. But I hear that you say that that larrikinism's gone. What we watched today in the replay of the footy, that was certainly Aussie larrikinism. Oh, that was. Where the yeah. supporter just goes to hand him the ball and then just drops it. And, yeah, yeah reaches over the fence to hand the Eston player the ball. Collingwood supporter. Yes. Um, typical, typical of if you've got a situation, I mean, it um, doesn't matter what team it is, you you hate the other team. You like, do. When you're there watching it live. In the moment. Yeah. And you do get some fans that are more passionate than others. They certainly do. But he's, uh, the ball's gone in over the fence. Mm. Old mate in his Collingwood gear has handed it back over. Eston player's gone to grab it because he's um, now got a kick for goal. Yes, free kick for goal. And the supporter then, as he's gone to grab it, just drops it to the ground. Yep. And then gives him the double. And, and then, yeah, it does. <laughs> as if say, ah, fuck you. But it doesn't um, give him the bird. It gives him a very old Australian, just yeah, pump the bicep. Definitely. But then the player goes back then and actually kicks the goal and just yeah. turns back and just points at him in the crowd. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just, it was great. And it's just genius. Could have been abusive. 
could have worded something, could have stuck the finger up, could have done anything. Just, just pointed and smiled. <laughs> I mean, it was great. I, you got me, but I got you back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you'd even. love to, as a player, you'd love to have the opportunity to do that. Wouldn't you? Oh, it'd be great. But that's a classy way of responding. Yeah. And that's all you have to do. Yep. It's um, And then you actually saw our old mate afterwards on the sidelines with his arms kind of on the fence. Going, just fuck. Sitting there thinking, damn it. He got me. Like, you know, you can see in his mind, he's thinking, oh, the cameras are on me now, aren't they? Yeah. I'm not going to look at the screen. I'm not. But I know they're on me. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone's and his mate with the wig next to him. <laughs> uh, now, speaking mm. of uh, – so, lest we forget the Anzacs, that was um, a lovely way, actually, for us to spend the day. Yeah, Mind nice. you, six hours, six and a half hours in a fucking bus. Was, was it not a cramped the- bus or was it a company No, it was bus. a coach. Right. It was the coach. It was one of the school buses, and it's quite comfy. Yeah, but I'm the same as you. I have been on a bus for a long time. You know what? I didn't mind it. Okay. We stopped in Campbelltown for a quick yeah, wee, no. both ways. Fair enough. I would have preferred we You had weed a, both ways. I weed both ways. You normally only wee one way? or No, what? I weed both ways. Okay, right. My wee is like a knife. I wee both ways. <laughs> Down and up, mate. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, I would have preferred to go through the Great Lakes, but in a coach that's oh, probably that's a bit a more long, windy. That's very windy. It is. Oh, that wouldn't. No, that wouldn't be fun. Well, I don't know. Apparently, a lot of people were a bit disappointed we didn't go through the. Really? Yeah, but I think the bus driver was like, "Fuck that." No shit. fucking way. No. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, if you're the car following the bus up that oh, windy road, in- not popular. No. There's a good chance that you kind of David Koresh that coach. <laughs> Just get that shit out of there. Now, speaking of things that happened around the time of Waco, Texas, I'm a bit upset at the moment with Hollywood. Now, I don't, are you aware that there might be a writer's strike going on? Back when Waco, Texas happened? Is that what Hang on. I'm going three different conversations and I haven't finished a sentence yet. Right, hey, I'll, I'll let you go. All right. So the first thing is Waco, Texas, 30 years ago. Right. So that's 1993. Right, yep. Yep. Yep, well, okay. that is 30 years. It is. So, yeah. Right. So, there was a, there's a film that was made in 1992, and I'm a bit pissed off, quite frankly. First of all, though, we're going to play a game. I need you to find out from asking me questions what this 1992 film was. Now, when I thought about it, I knew the song that was associated to this film. Right. I tried to remember the plot line and I got two thirds of it. Probably nice. half probably a half to two thirds. Okay, right. Did not get all three leading cast members. Right. Got one out of the three. So someone else has asked you this question or no, it just no. came to mind or, It or... came to mind because of something I saw elsewhere. Okay. And I went, Well hang on. I remember this film from the nineties. What do I remember? In fact, fuck it, I'm going to go and watch it. So, Mr. Barnes, <laughs> I love do good, you wish to love play a good game? Name that film. <laughs> ah, okay, okay, let's do that. Name that film. Twenty right questions. So, yes or no? Right up. Um. So yes or no? So I can't. Right up. That change. I hate yes or no. It oh, sucks. we'll fucking ask whatever no, no, you it's want. Fine. No. No, well, we yes. haven't had a good game for yes ages. Yes or no? I oh, know because I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> and this is not going to be a good game. Fuck's sake! Come on. Good times. <laughs> oh, Troy, just, game again. just play the game, Troy. Oh, fuck. Just let him, just let him do it a little bit. Uh, right, um, is it a drama? <laughs> no. Right, um, I'm going to have to whip through. Is it a, an action movie? No. 
Fucking hell. I wouldn't be a documentary because we wouldn't have watched that shit back then. No. Um, is it a romance? No. Fuck, is it a thriller? No. Jesus Christ. Um, no. <laughs> what have we got left? It must be a comedy then. Correct. Right. <laughs> okay, so this would be something then that maybe um, – I'm, I'm look- calling it a comedy because comedy drama. Comedy drama, okay. But it's more on the comedy than the drama. Right. Um, was it an award-winning show? Oh, I certainly don't think so. Right. <laughs> I don't Only think it two. troubled I don't think it, it troubled the Academy at all. Right. So it's let, a comedy. Hang it's on. from nineteen ninety two. Let me jump into the IMDB page to find out whether or not it did actually I was trying to work out whether it was a famed uh, awards. Movie. It got four noms. Um nominee for the CFCA. Right, so yes. not not the Academy Awards or anything, and it got uh, two MTV nominations. Right, but okay. did not. No, no, no. Right, I think you're up to seven questions now. I'm trying to go back. Um, Empire Records. No, eight. Would that have been ninety two? When was Empire Records out? Oh, now you're making me look that up. No, I can I can look at it on my phone. I can do it right here now. No, so. That that probably wouldn't have been that far back, I don't reckon. No, ninety-five wasn't far away. No, you were good. Jesus. Okay, so it's a comedy. Didn't win a lot mm. of awards. Uh, it was released in ninety-two. Uh, if we're going to go back then, uh, was it American Pie? No, no, righto. I'm just going to blast you over. Um, did it have a well-known comedy actor in it from that era? The two. I guarantee you, without a shadow of a doubt, you will know two of the leading, the two leading actors. Absolutely know their work, no question about it. Right. I know for a fact that you have others of their movies on your DVD shelf right really? now. In fact, you may even have this movie, but I, I, I couldn't see it because you don't alphabetise it like I would. No, I don't, which makes it very hard to find movies. It sure does. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know how you're fucking sorting that shit out. Well, well um, in, a, in a very weird and unique way mm. is the answer to that question, Joe. Yeah, so. Um, nine or two. Um, it's, uh, fuck, Jesus. Um, would it have been maybe like a, I don't know, some of these go earlier back, um, like a later National Lampoon sort of movie? No, there's only really three actors in it. I mean, there's 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 other people, but it centres around the life of these three actors. Three actors, and realistically, it's only two. It's only only two. It is only two. Two actors, comedy movie, nineteen ninety two. Yeah. Um, is it a male actor? Then are we talking actor? Is in like, like is it it male based? Yeah, yeah. It's a a sausage party. It's a sausage party. Mm. Okay, righto. Um, fucking love games. Just, <laughs> you can tap out at any time. They, they're just amazing. No, no, we'll fucking keep going. You fucking. How about I give you the third actor? The third actor. Who played a pivotal part in most of the story, but wasn't the lead. Oh, actually, no, before we go, because um, I, <clears throat> I think it's going before where we need to be. Um, but has it got, um, 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 has it got. Tony Stark in it, Iron Man? No. Right, okay, it's not that then. No. <laughs> right, give me the third one. Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez. Mm. 
the fuck is Rosie Perez? I won't do her voice because it's just racist, but it's the stereotypical South American. What you'd want to do that for? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, um, Still working, though. I mean, was, fucking, well, she's good. great. Right, fantastic. I'm glad. Um, so, I mean, she's rosy, so she's always happy. Always happy. Cheery. Yeah. I mean, that's all you can expect out of someone in a movie. Sure, sure. Yeah. It was the 90s, so there was side boob. True. Yeah, there were. <laughs> uh, 90s comedy. Um, Rosie Perez. Fucking Rosie Perez. Yeah, that's not going to help you. No. Can I, I can't Google it because if I if I do that, it might bring up the movie. Mm. That's not going to help me. What do you want to Google? Um, her. So see what she looks like. Uh, You're going to give me a, a, um, a safe for podcast image. <laughs> a safe for podcast image. Yeah, not like a not safe for work sort of thing. Yeah. You know? Um. Rosie Perez. There she is. Oh, yes, I do remember her. Yep, so you know who she is. Yeah, I do. Um, 1992, comedy. Mm-hmm. Didn't win many awards. Rosie, Rosie Perez is the third lead. Correct. Um, the storyline involving God, Rosie. shit with games. The storyline involving Rosie is she is coupled with one of the male leads. Right. And her part in it is that she's going to make money by appearing on Jeopardy. By appearing on Jeopardy. So she's constantly studying all these facts and stupid trivia because one day she's going to make it on Jeopardy and... Make it rich. You know the worst thing? That and actually, she can name that actually rings a bell. five foods that start with the letter Q. Which is fantastic skills. Isn't it? I, it's something I've always wanted to know. Of course. Yeah. Q. Correct. Oh, nice. And believe um, it or not, spoilers, when she gets to appear on Jeopardy, that's one of the categories. I, strangely enough, it is ringing a bell. It will. But I've really got no idea where to go with the questions. Okay. So um, how about, do you want me give, to- Give me some help, Jay. Need some help. Um. Okay, you would know Rosie's partner originally started in one of the as in her life actual no, life no, partner. No, no, her, her on screen on partner. the on screen in this movie in this movie nineteen ninety two. He originally got his start in Hollywood, um, on a TV show, one of the biggest TV shows of the probably eighties. TV shows of the eighties. Yep. As a bit player. Um, right. Is it a, is it possibly a, um, like a, something where the the movie itself now looks back and it's maybe a bit racist? No. It, no? No, no, no. I wouldn't. Okay. Right. On. This movie's not racist. Right. Well, I don't think it's, okay. I don't think so. I right. mean, but Fine. then again, I'm. We don't see all the angles. Well, yeah. I'm what? So yeah. <laughs> let's put that in context. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes it's over our head a little bit. <laughs> it just is. Yeah, haven't really had to deal with it a lot in our lifetime. Uh, he starred in that TV show along Ted Danson. Okay, so in that case, then we're looking at so it's a Cheers, correct? So it's a Woody Harrelson, correct? Uh, You've got Rosie Perez and Woody Harrelson. Jeopardy. Mm, Jeopardy's only a small storyline, right? Eh? Harrelson, Jeopardy. Mm. I don't even know a lot of his stuff back then. I mean, I know we had um, – he played some good serial killers yep. back in the day. Nope. But it wouldn't be that. No. Because I don't remember – the only jeopardy I believe that was on that was the the fact that people might have died. Mm, no, that's not it. 
Uh, I think we're going to have to focus on the other lead actor. <laughs> Once again, Woody. Anyone was, listening right now is like, it's, it's fucking, fucking this. Mm. Yeah, I I got Woody when I remember, you got Woody. I got Woody when I <laughs> when I remembered this film. Woody was the only person I remembered. I don't get Woody every time we do a podcast. I thought the original other person who played alongside Woody was Will Smith. I was wrong. White man can't jump. Correct. Who was the other actor? Snipes. Correct. Mr. Wesley Mm. Snipes. Okay. So, fuck you, Hollywood. Was that 92? 1992. Wowzers. Guess what comes out at the end of this month, Troy? Oh, I've seen this. It's a TV series, isn't it? No, it's just a movie. Oh, it's a movie. White men can't jump. I thought it was a TV series. I saw something come up on the socials today. Uh, is it TV? And I thought it was TV. Oh, well. I, look, I could be wrong. I didn't watch the trailer. I just saw it and thought, oh, I reckon well, they've here's... actually made a TV series. Um, white men can't jump. Those white men still can't jump. That was 1920. Wow. Um, 1920. <laughs> no, sorry, um, 2020. This one that says white men still can't jump. Must have been like a really bad sequel. Uh, why don't no, we jump? It's um, 2023. It's Is it really a film? It's a film. Now, here's the thing that wow. pisses me off. Right? Okay. Oh, that's right. So you weren't happy. This is the thing that pisses me off. I've watched the trailer. Yep. It's the same fucking film. Oh, they haven't even updated or changed it. So you've still got a white guy who played college basketball who's hustling and jiving to try and make money, hustling people out of basketball. Yep. Goes and plays this black guy, Wesley mm-hmm. Snipes, and hustles him for a couple of hundred bucks. Wesley Snipes has a great idea going, fuck, I know that if I go around playing all the brothers on the streets, I'll go up to them, play, and say, look, you know what? You can pick anyone and I'll still beat you. And if there's a white boy sitting there, they'll go, you get the white boy. Yep. And then I get teamed up with the white boy. We hustle together and we walk away win with the money. Motherfucking win. Correct. And then- there's a basketball tournament, and we'll enter that and we'll win. And then I will question your ability, white man, to be able to jump. And white man, you'll have issues with turning down a bet and saying, yes, I can dunk. Mm-hmm. And then you will lose the money and then in turn lose the girl. That's what appears to be the same movie. It's the same fucking movie, so, Troy. So why are we remaking it? Well, I don't understand. Why are you remaking that film? Why so, are you not re- any more people I know. That's the thing. Like, if you told me we're going to do white men can't jump still or white men still can't jump and you get me Woody Harrelson, Rosie Perez and Wesley Snipes back now, 31 years on, yep, fucking I'm in for that. Right. And, and we'll advance still, a storyline and we'll kick it on. Advance a story. They yep. hustled their way to whatever or one of them got a shot in the NBA. Something happened and for whatever reason they're back at it one more time. Mm-hmm. Because that's the nostalgia hit that I'm after. Yep. And when you call a movie White Man Can't Jump, you're not after the 20 somethings to go out and watch this film. You're after the 40 somethings who remember it from back in the day. Yes. So why the fuck are you remaking the same <laughs> film? Why not just show them the original? So I'm assuming this isn't a cin- cinema release film, it's just a streamer. It looks like it's going straight to streaming on Hulu. Mm. Fuck, why bother? I don't know. I don't know why they do this. I, 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 and I see what you're, where you're at, though. It's a Hollywood thing. So we just need to make some money. Let's grab something we know people will remember and we'll remake it 
And people go, oh, okay, I'll watch it. Like, I get that they remade Ghostbusters, but they sort of reinvented it. They gave it at least a new story. True. A new cast, even though it was a girl, an all-girl cast. Yep. Fair enough. Oh, look, i got to admit, wasn't a big fan of the movie, other than Chris Hemsworth. He was Fuck great. Hilarious, who was also in Tasmania at the moment, too. Is he? Yeah, he, was, he was actually down Hobart. He was, um, he was go-karting, doing a few things, going out for dinner at Salamanca. Perfect. Yeah. Didn't so, pop in. Apparently not. And ladies and gentlemen, the South Road Boys would like to introduce Mr. <laughs> Chris yeah, Hemsworth. Yeah, Chris. Yes. Uh, didn't turn up, though. Oh, Bit of a thaw point. Fucking, yeah. Um, <laughs> Instead, uh, but, William but, Hemsworth. Yes. <laughs> the other Hemsworth. The other Hemsworth. So, um, but, yeah, I wasn't a big fan other than him, but I will say when they released some Ghostbusters Afterlife. That was great. Enjoyed that. With the kids. Because they talk it back to the kids. I thought that was fun. And it was... A new story. New story, but still continued it from the old actors too. Though. Perfect. And the right. old equipment, and you Perfect. got the old car and the, yep. all that kind of stuff. Gave you everything you needed. Everything you needed. That was this a, what I, a great sequel. This, I've watched the trailer, and once again, the whole movie's not the Mirror trailer, it but it just looks like it's the same shit. Like, So we're saying, you know, we think it's a great idea, but um, the kids of today, they wouldn't have watched it because it's old enough now. Correct. And they're like, oh, this movie's amazing. And we'll be like, oh, yeah, but it's a remake. But You've got to watch the original. They watch the original and they think the original shit. Okay. But the new one's great. But it's like, why not just remarket the same film? Save mm. yourself the money of making a new one and just tell the kids this is something new. They won't know. The fucking millennials. <laughs> well, if they 4K upgrade it, exactly. it'll look fantastic. It's just going to be some older cars. No mobile phones and haircuts are going to be shit. Oh, there's a lot of 90s clothing in there. Is there? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. A bit of happy pantsing oh, and stuff. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Tie-dyed sort of baseball caps on backwards. Oh, and lovely. tank tops where the scoop in the arms go almost to the shorts. Like, they're just <laughs> great. Wesley Snipes wearing this little cap. It, it's just glorious. But I just think that there's more money to be made of getting the old band back together doing a bit more of a different storyline that plays off the original. And that could also give life for the original movie too. That's one of the cool things about when you bring out a really good- um, Remix? Sequel? Remix? Whatever you want to yeah. call it. Um, and it's a great film. Then you have these people who go, oh, I haven't watched that one for ages. And they'll go back and watch the original movie. Or well, because of, I haven't seen the original, I wonder what that's about. Because this new trailer looks really cool. Yeah. I'll go and watch that movie. Well, I didn't realise and I hadn't remembered- that Woody and Rosie split up at the end. See, I don't remember much of the movie at all, other than the hustling part. And that's all it is. Mm. And the song, Don't You Know That White Man Can't Jump, which is only played in the second part of the credits. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it, thinking this is the thing that, and the second half of the credits. And, uh, and off memory, yeah, I think Woody just, he can't help himself, can he? No. He's like, gets, and that's where Wesley's fucking it up. And Wesley Snipes is like, you just need to know white men can't jump. And he's like, I fucking can. Give me three goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't. No. And Wesley's like, you don't have to do this. You don't have to prove yourself. Fucking, I'm taking your money anyway. <laughs> and and then they get together at the end and go, well, you know, we can still shuck and jive and whatever. But he's lost the girl and they've got no money. And it's like, it's not a great uplifting ending, which is fine. I don't have a problem with it not ending nightly wrapped up in a bow. Mm. It does leave itself open, though, for a whole fucking lot of story 
30 years on. True. I mean, like, and it's great, the opportunity's there for that. Like, mm. for instance, but you wouldn't be able to do a sequel to, say, Leaving Las Vegas. No. With good no old left. Nick Cage. Nick Cage. I mean, fucking um, Nick Cage. Because uh, he died. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it tough. <laughs> Look, it's a struggle, mm. but it's been done before. Yeah, so. But, <laughs> but you could prequelise yeah. it. You, <sighs> you could Irishman him. <laughs> so I'm not a fan of prequelising a lot of stuff, too. Not everything needs a fucking backstory. Or just we don't the, need to the know. story. We don't need to know. Are We've you, got the story. Are you hanging shit on Phantom Menace again? Uh, <laughs> you can see what they're doing now, though. So, um, bloody Ren, mm. they're going to continue that story now. Okay. But uh, it's like, um, fuck, I've talked about this before. Rogue One. Mm, great Fucking film. Fucking amazing film. Great film. It's set in the Star Wars universe, but it doesn't really use any of the normal characters. Couple little cameos. But it's fucking phenomenal, and it slots straight in there beautifully. Same as Andor. Yes. Perfect, because yep. there's a whole lot of stars in the Star Wars. So exactly. let's go and have yeah. a look at some of the other it's ones. A, yeah, like when I said, it's a galaxy far, far away. Yes. A galaxy. <laughs> fucking galaxy. That's a son. lot. That's a big. Exactly. I tell you, there's more than just a Skywalker family. Yes. Like, there's more there. <laughs> it just is. With just, there's all these other people, Joe. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and they're going to continue that. It's like, no, give us other cool stuff. You know, you've done TV series now. You know, we want to watch the other stuff. Yeah. We don't need them. We don't, we don't need a cameo by Luke. Well, I mean, it's nice every now and then, I but. Can't. Yeah, but someone's not overdone. Yeah, just every now and then. Fuck. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, I was I was just when I watched the trailer and I watched it twice. I was so fucking annoyed. You gonna watch the movie? I did. No, sorry, I will watch the movie. Yeah, and that's so you can have another bitch about it. So I can have a big wire about it <laughs> to go. How close was it? Yep. And did was it really worth it? Did you pay someone to rewrite it? Because if you did, they need to give you your money back. Is it because so you've got a situation where you've got studios and investors that say, "I'll give you money." Mm. But I need a reasonable chance that I'm going to get a profit back. And if people go to them with an idea saying, remember a movie when you were younger, mm. What Man Can't Jump? I'll be, yep. Yeah, I mean, do remember the film. It's a great film. I said, well, okay, we're going to bring that to a new generation. We just need, I don't know, $60 million to put oh, this yeah. into production. Yep. And people already know the premise. They know it. They love it. There's a, there's a fondness of that movie. Yeah. So when we bring this to the market, we're not coming with a clean slate. We've already got brand there. It's going mm. to hit with people. So I can guarantee. Guarantee. Guarantee because guarantee. of all these things that we know. Yes. That we're going to put this to the market. Sure. And you're going to be looking at a possible 30% on top of your investment. as <sighs> profit. And you go, yeah, you know, that it's makes sense. It's not Marvel money. Not, it's not Marvel money. No. <laughs> it's, it's not going to blow the minds, but- You're going to make money. You pretty much should guarantee you get a profit because we're already starting from a a you know 40% brand awareness, not a clean slate. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's all about the dollars of return. I hear Not you. the artistic impression of something that we loved when we were younger. All right. Okay. I agree. But this I'm, is- I'm assuming that's the case. Sure. But this is going on Hulu. So can mm. you see the take-up in subscriptions is going to jump- On Hulu. On Hulu, because you've got White Man Can't Jump the fucking remake. It's not change. I don't think it's going to change their numbers. I think 
the people who have already got it or got access to Hulu will watch it. Yep. But I don't think it's going to be bringing it's three not, million. It's not going to bring that. three million subscribers to Hulu just to watch this film. But you know what movie is going to bring me into a streamer to watch when Tell it's remade? What Roadhouse? Oh, of course. With Patrick's wait. <laughs> No, well, no, strangely enough, no. Once again, difficult. Be hard. Because uh, I mean, and I love ghosting. I love that movie. Are they remaking the Roadhouse yeah, with um wow. with Jake Glug 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 out of Donnie Darko? Okay, Glig 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 Glig. Whatever. Same film though, or is it? I believe they're changing it up a little bit. Yeah, like I think the guy was like a UFC fighter or something. Sure. And it's changed it up, and I don't think it's maybe a country town, but it's a nightclub, and you know, shit gets wrong. And look, I don't have a problem with it. Like, I just liked liked twice, and that fucking annoys me. So, oh, roadies, I, I am like. sorry. It's not like it just is. <laughs> I'm, I need to stop it. I've been hanging around with too many teenagers, um, which uh, sounds creepier than what I meant. It. I wasn't going to do anything, <laughs> and I'm also really glad that you sold that white van. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yep, thoroughly enjoyed the TV show. At the Haven't original. seen the series, I've and I watched good. the remake. Loved it. Yeah, but they they do change it up, though, don't they? They change almost everything except for the initial premise of, you know, I got in one little fight, my mum got scared, and they moved me to my uncle and auntie's in Bel Air. Yep, that's pretty much all it is. He grows up in West Philly. Shit goes sideways. He gets moved to Bel Air. Yep. Ship him out to get away from the trouble. Yeah. Yep. And he's got a wealthy aunt and uncle and two cousins who are living the high societal life and have got a shit ton of money. How does this kid from West Philly fit in? Mm-hmm. You know what? It's a solid storyline, but all the adventures and hijinks and shenanigans are different. Yeah. Yeah, these have a more serious undertow, don't they? Much more serious, much more Just going on the trailer. But there's still a, the occasional levity moments. Yeah, I think Will Smith is actually one of the producers or, executive or an executive producer. Or something. Yeah. yeah. So he's still got his finger in that pie, no pun intended. Um, so it's quite good. And the storylines are a bit heavier, but he's really good at basketball, so he wants to join the basketball team and can he do that and blah, 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 blah. I don't have a problem with that and fucking – no one's asking me if I have a problem with this one either. <laughs> I just, mm. I'm just really frustrated that they might be making the same film without changing enough of it to be different enough. Yeah, like why make, why give me Otherwise, the same oh, yeah, film? Exactly. Yeah, Don't when just... both Wesley Snipes, Woody Harrelson are alive and still fucking working. <laughs> I mean, it's not like you can't get the band back together again. True. It's like, well, hang on. And the only thing I thought of is, are you aware that the writers have agreed in Hollywood to strike? Um, no, I didn't. Are we striking again? Well, that happened this happened in, pre-COVID. Well, it happened in 2007, 2008. And was there that was, long ago? Mm-hmm, that was when oh. the Hollywood strike happened. And what do we have here? Because I know there's some 1st. shows that are kind of buggered up. So there's a lot of shows that come up and they were only, say, 15 episode seasons instead of 23 and that kind of thing. Yeah. And they had to cut things back. Battlestar was a victim to the um, writer's mm-hmm. strike. Yeah, it was too. That's right. Um, um, Supernatural, I remember, was another one that they had to yeah. change their storylines because they just 
Well, they couldn't do anything. No, and that comes down to even the matter of there was one episode of it might have even been Supernatural, which was just called Episode 107. Right. Because you can't write a title. Huh. Because that requires a writer. Yep. And so 97.9% of writers have agreed that if um, the members have voted in favour that if this new deal and new pay rates and all that hasn't come to pass by May 1, they will go on strike. Right. Which means, I mean, 2007 when the strike happened was the boom of reality TV programs. Yeah. Because they didn't require uh, writers. Yep. It was just unscripted yeah. television that was sort of scripted, yep, but not. Yep, another thing we can blame writers for. Just yeah. Fucking reality TV. Exactly. Well, <laughs> the problem being now, I believe, is the reason why writers want to strike is because the game has shifted. So in the past, you were a writer and you worked on a TV show and you got paid for that body of work. And then if it got syndicated or if it got replayed again in X amount of years, you got residuals and you yep, kept on getting paid. That's not the case now. You write and it goes to a streamer. That's it. One and done. Right. Okay. So these people are getting- So is this because the landscape has just changed? Yeah, the landscape has changed. A little bit like when we discussed a while back of, once again, good example, Supernatural. Yeah. Where the first season, if you've got it on DVD, the music that is played in the episodes in that season is different to what you see on Netflix. Mm. Because back when that first came out, there were no arrangements or there were no rights for music to be played on streamers because there weren't any. Yeah. So suddenly it's going, cool, we're going to play this on another medium. Mm. Um, and everyone's going, well, no, we don't have the rights for that. You don't have the rights to play this on Netflix or wherever you're So cool. So instead of me paying you all this money that you want then for this music. I'll just give you new music. We just going to put new music on. Yeah. And mm. the fans won't give a shit. No. And oh, then well, the people. Some of them will. Oh, but did they care? Because they've already owned the first season on DVD mm, anyway. True. And so now they've got a collector's item. Mm. So they'll worry about it, but they're happy because they've got. They'll worry about it. They will worry about it. So apparently we will find out uh, very soon. Oh, 30 Rock was the number. Of 30 Rock was the sitcom. Oh, yes. And they had episode 210 because it was in the production in the week that the strike was called and had not yet been named. Doing so would have breached the strike. And so that was it. Yeah. Um, and Daniel Craig said 2007 strike was partly why Bond movie Quantum of Solace didn't come off as quite as it should because the bones of the script were written, but it really? hadn't been finessed. And they went, no, well, fuck, we'll just do it anyway. You know, speaking of like Hollywood movies. Hollywood. um, I I didn't even know this. Hmm. Um, But Netflix have announced that it would be sending its last red envelope on September 29, 2023, ending its DVD mailing service after 25 (gasps) years. 25 years? Did you know that Netflix ever actually had a mailing service for DVDs? I had Netflix and the mailing. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that was ever a thing. It was either Netflix or Easy DVD. It was one of those mail subscription DVD services. Wasn't even aware of it. We did it in Melbourne. So Never heard of it. So instead of going to all the trouble of going to a DVD store, we just logged on and got DVDs sent to us, and they only came in a cardboard, um, a cardboard cover. It wasn't a proper DVD cover. Yeah. And once you'd watched it, you put it back in on a replied paid envelope and sent it back. It's just bizarre. I, I, and, I, and now I think about it, I, I'm baffled. Why? 
why would I have to send it back? It's cost you nothing <laughs> to mass produce it. That's true. Um, and yeah, so we just paid, like I think it was four dollars for yeah. a new release. They're actually saying that Netflix has sent over five point two billion mailer DVDs. Fuck. And then more than two hundred and thirty million paid memberships for its streaming services. Yeah. It just yeah, I just I was it blew my mind. Never even knew it existed. The DVD shop by mail. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it did take away from the, oh, what do I feel like to watch for a movie tonight? Well, that was the fun part because you browse. Yeah, but then so there was like, the arguments. Yes, there's that too. Like, if you were by yourself, yeah. not a problem. It's still two, take two hours. Two new releases in five weeklies, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> like, whatever I deal. I did used to love the bonus weeklies. Yeah, two new releases yep. and five weeklies for 12 bucks yeah, or whatever it was. Like, well, I haven't seen that for ages. I just or, or I that. never watched that. Mm. Maybe now's the time to try it. Yeah. And um, Weeklies. <laughs> well, this was just a it was an online catalogue. Mm. And you just – what you'd do is you'd go it's to the online – It's same. You'd go to your online catalogue and you just put things in order. And so every time you got a new DVD, it just went to the next one in your list. Right. And so you weren't you, selecting it all the time. You actually had a wish list, essentially. Yeah, you might sit down and spend however many hours and go through 100 films yep. and just put them one to 100. And then every time you sent one back, they'd send you the next one. And every time you sent it back, they'd just send you the next one. And they'd just keep sending you DVDs Jeez. as fast as you could consume them. And well, I, th- I suppose it made sense at the time. But- and I think it was only f- four bucks a week or f- something like that. It yeah. wasn't wasn't overly, which would be about the same as what it how, is now. How quick does it come back to you then? Well, however long the post takes. <laughs> <laughs> if I sent it back on the Monday, they would receive it and I probably wouldn't get anything for the next weekend. Okay. But if you had a couple on the go. Yeah, right. Like yep. you might get the subscription where you get two DVDs. Yep. So you'd send one back and you're just constantly sending them back and forth. God, anyone of a certain age would be like, what the, the hell? The fuck are you doing? What do you mean you used to have to send movies back via the post? I wonder what <laughs> wasn't year. wasn't a stagecoach. I mean. I wonder what year it's going to get to from an age point of view where people say from a certain age have never experienced. Uh, physical media. And a, well, physical media is in like a, 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 rent, a video store. Oh, yeah. Like, because that would be starting to get towards that point now. I Maybe couldn't like, tell you where a DVD certain, store is. Well, there probably wouldn't be now. No. Yeah. But the, the fact of going to a video store, like just in town, like ping on video. Yeah. Like there'd be certain people that have never experienced ever going into a video shop. Yeah. How sad for them. Is it? It was so good. Never knowing the disappointment of going, I can't wait to watch this film. Oh, and it's all out. All three copies are out. That, I've got to put my name on the list. That, Wayne, can you reserve that for that me? It was a shit list, wasn't it? Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, Wayne, I know you've got this coming out on the 15th of May. Can I be down as number one for renting that? <laughs> it, just, it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. <laughs> and then just walking up and seeing the cover and then, oh, all copies are out. Because yeah, he said that little Fuck. sticker would be on it or something. So motherfucker. Yep. Oh, you hated that shit. Did you stay that? <laughs> well, but it was also exciting though. You see all those that new movies out, and you see all the covers there. And like, oh my god, I can't wait to watch that. And you could read about a movie instead yeah. of watching a trailer. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> yes. Even that in itself. <laughs> Even that in itself. Yep. I you got in very small white font on a dark background most of the yeah. time. A blurb about a yeah, movie. A little synopsis. Yeah. 
but you never got to you never watched the trailer. No, <laughs> it was that was what made you the written word yeah. was what because I mean, you'd be what, like that sounds interesting. Sounds fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine the the poor bastard whose job it was was to write the synopsises. What if they were on strike? I don't know. Maybe it's a reviewer's job. Maybe. Maybe they're not creating anything. I don't know. I mean, that's a job that's dead and gone. What did you do, Barry? Oh, I used to write synopsises for yeah. DVD covers. I used to work in VHS, but that died, so I went to DVD. Oh, I used to love, it was the new age. I used to love VHS. Yeah. yeah. Much bigger font and you had Is far it? more real <laughs> you had far more real estate. I could do three lines extra. It's a little bit like a um reading the lyrics for a song on a, on a vinyl compared to a cassette. <laughs> Like, well, you had to fold it out yeah, like a fucking fuck. map. Actually, that's something I was talking about on the weekend too. Map folding? There are children today that would never understand the pain we went through of folding a fucking map. <laughs> and then once again, there'll be kids that have never never had a folder map, ever. Mm. Ever. Ever. No, they used to use fucking Google. Google is <laughs> I just, I couldn't <laughs> believe it. Once I realised, I thought, Fuck. You can never get the map back where it was meant to go, ever. Welcome to old men podcasting, oh, roadies. Jeez. <laughs> I remember driving in Melbourne for the first, I don't know, 20 years with the Melways on no the ways. steering wheel. Just. Being able to tell people, where do you live? And my first response was 207J3. <laughs> <laughs> if I said to anyone today, where do you live? 207J3. What the fuck uh, is that? Yeah, exactly. Are you speaking Star Trek language? <laughs> like, is that yeah, are you an Stardate? A- are you an AI or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 207J3. Yeah. No, Rodius, that was page 207 of the Melways, J3, Kelso Way. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I did discover on the weekend as well, mm. uh, listening to our episode from last week, yes, is my, uh, my saying at the moment uh, is now... <laughs> Be gooder. Be gooder. Because <laughs> you said it was either be gooder or do gooder. Yes. And you stopped and went, ah, look, as if say, oh, fuck, fuck it up. That's not how you say it. Yes. But now be it's just sad. It's be gooder. Just you got to be gooder. Oh, it's just – that's one of the situations where saying English incorrectly mm. is catchy. And it's a yeah. little bit quirky and fun. You know where it isn't working? Tell me. Music, Joe. Why? What's going oh, on? Fuck! There's a song out at the moment. Oh, there's many. I don't know who sings it. And you know what? Johnny I, Be Gooder. <laughs> I don't want to know. Okay. Because it's not worth my time. Because it does my f- fucking head in. So, roadies, if you could hit Troy up on uh, any of the socials <laughs> with just constantly links to this song, that would be great. All I know is yes. the chorus. I believe the song says, "Girls is players too." Oh, girls is players too. Yeah. But uh, girls are players too. That's yeah. how you say it in English, Joe. Girls is players. Girls is players too. Mm-hmm. It's fucked. Uh. <laughs> Every time I hear it, it's like someone gets a fucking roofing nail yes. and plunges it deep inside my brain to the point where it just kind of twitches my little head around everywhere. But oh, informant, God. you show that someone down the lane, and lick a boom boom down. You're fine with that shit, That's aren't no you? issue, because <laughs> you're not talking normal English. That's not a problem. But if you're going to use a proper sentence, use words correctly. Oh, it's like what was the one? It wasn't, um, was it Rihanna? Yes. I had the song before, and it's, um, 
Jay-Z or fucking one of those. Mm. And it's the same thing. There's a line in that, but the words aren't correct. And when you try and say it, it's just fucked. Anaconda like, don't want none unless you got buns, hun. So that's a, but that's fine. It's My anaconda m- don't want none. Don't want none, Troy. Is is not really the Queen's English. But you cannot. You can't say, want none. But you can say I don't want none. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's another stupid one. But we fucking loved it. We knew every word. I think this is just old man podcasting. Oh, maybe. But I'm just trying to find. I bet I can't even find the song. Um. Ah, oh, love the way you lie. Is that the one? No. Sure. No, it's not. That's no. not the one. And now it's going to annoy me because now the song that I fucking hate, I can't find. Excellent. Well, it's going to annoy me even more. You find it and send it, to Troy. Repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. But before we go, um, big shout out. I know we're not doing Deadpool. So Barry Humphreys. Fucking, you know what, roadies? I don't know whether you're aware, but there was quite a furor in Tasmania six months ago um, when one of the libraries, I think it might have been Launceston, could have Mm -hmm. been, State Library, decided to do drag time story reading. Oh, yes. for, For kids. Yep. Where they got drag queens to come in and do story time. Now, it was a free but ticketed event, so you fucking knew what you were getting into. It wasn't pornography they were reading. They were just reading normal stories, but they were dressed up in drag like Priscilla. Yep. And there were so many fucking people who were outraged, Troy. Outraged. Outraged. As they sat back and watched Dame Edna, they were outraged. Yep. I mean, I don't know of anyone who is more famous for being somebody else other than themselves than Dame Edna Everidge. And Barry Humphreys was fucking straight as well. Well, this is a funny thing. So I was reading that apparently Barry Humphreys was actually- Sir against, Barry Humphreys, by the way, we are in the Commonwealth. Was against trans people. Was not he's, a fan whatsoever. But he's stri- you but, know, but made he's a, drag queen. a lot of his uh, money, his life, um, his lifestyle or his-, his What's fortune, his work, his fortune, his his everything, livelihood, livelihood, uh, was dressing as a woman. Yes, but he wasn't trans. True, but I still find it kind of ironic. <laughs> it would, oh, I tell you what, and so I don't know. I must have been Amy must have been on the socials or the news pretty much as Barry was called because she told me before Facebook did. Like I went to the book and he was not there yet. So she must have found out via fucking the bat phone or something. Yeah. Um, and then I found it. And so I went on, I went on uh, a bit of a browse through wherever of the internets, the YouTubes, and watched Dame Edna on Parkinson. Mm. That was sexy. Um, no. <laughs> and then I just – I wonder how many times Dame Edna Everidge interviewed someone and they forgot. They legitimately forgot that this that was, was a man. that this was Barry Humphreys. <laughs> I mean, when she stood up, there was no question. He was a fucking tall dude, and <laughs> ten inch heels. But one of my most favourite ones. And Rodie's look it up because it just it gives me so much joy of how Australian Barry Humphreys was. He's dressed up as 
um, Damien Merevich on his own show in the US. And the interviewed person is KD Lang. Mm-hmm. Now, KD Lang, this would have been, it probably would have been a time when it was still quite taboo to say the word gay. Yep. And certainly not lesbian on commercial network television. And Dame Edna gets there and goes, look, I'm going to ask a question and forgive me with my language because I know no other way to do it. I don't mean to offend. I don't mean to upset. But I've got a question for you and I don't know any other way to ask. When did you know that you were Canadian? (laughs) 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 And just to see the anxiety in Katie Lang's face when – Someone was going to say the word lesbian on American TV. Yep. I mean, Ellen had probably done it, but that was about it. Mm. And the wave of humour and relief on her face when she went Canadian. And then Katie Lang is just crying with <laughs> laughter. That just gives me so much joy. It Fucking do yourself a favour, roadies. Sir Barry Humphreys, one of Australia's greatest comedians. Without a doubt. I have no doubt about it. Dame Edna Everidge, like her or hate her, fuck was a champion. And well no done. With us. And no one with us. Eight or something? 88, 89. Yeah. And as he said, he was planning on doing a Dame Edna tour later on this year. Oh, really? And had a fall at home, like a small just tripped on the carpet or whatever, broke his hip and then- Yeah, it wasn't an infection or something. And complications from a, from a broken hip or something. Just a shit way to- to go when you're in your latter years, but pour one out for Dame Edna Average. <laughs> pour one out. Well, fair enough, we'll pick, do that. Definitely. Gladys, Gladys, Gladys was a flower, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Yes. Uh, and on that, roadies, I am Joe. I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are. Farewell, possums. <laughs> <laughs>